Hey howdy, Icarus here, with another little update. Due to some technical issues, we had to reshoot certain scenes for this week's episode, which is also why it's late. So if you hear a difference in microphones and sound quality, just know that that is the reason why. Thankfully, this was the last episode that needed reshoots, so every episode after this, from here on, will have the same sound quality throughout. As always, thanks for listening, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Strangers Guild, Strangers and Friends. We are in a cave of sorts. <laughs> um, before we get into that, uh, I will introduce the rest of our players. I am Caleb the Bard. Uh, for this campaign, I am the DM. All of our socials, as always, are linked and posted in the center here. Uh, thank you for everyone who has contributed art and creative uh, influence on this campaign. Uh, we're, we're just getting going, but uh, we have a lot of things in store. Our players have a lot for you today, uh, starting with our bard, uh, Lady M. Would you like to introduce yourself and plug whatever you would like to plug? And then we'll just go down the list. Hello, my name is Betty. I play Lady M, our resident bard. I am who.the.lovely on TikTok and Instagram. I'm excited! Hi, howdy, my name is Sabrina, and I play Nortia Thornwood, the wonderful wizard of the group, um, and uh, heard. Retweet. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Freckle. Um, I play Yarrow, our sorcerer, and you can find me at Freckleworks or Freckled Aquarius on just about every social media platform. And I... am Icarus, and I am playing Dianthus, who's the uh, Death Domain Cleric bit of an asshole but it's okay uh you can find me just about everywhere at uh, iicarys and if you can't find me there put an underscore between the iis and you'll find me that way all right if we want to do a quick recap of last episode uh basically in entering lady m's garden you found some weird transversal magic uh that kind of got you in a a new place uh you're not quite sure where that is yet where you were confronted by what you could presume to be a blood hunter he fought you guys not quite sure why yet it was kind of an interesting combat uh you learned a couple new things about your characters about kind of just some of the mechanics of i think dianthus right that was a little yeah. little new that was scary uh, some some firsts for you guys yara went down down yeah that was that was a close call y'all are now level three yes that's exciting yaro could you give me just a a base constitution check 
This is just to see kind of how you're feeling. Oh, well, that's a 10. 10. (laughs) Yaro, you're not feeling great. (laughs) I mean, you did have probably your to date your closest brush with death. And as you kind of take inventory of yourself, uh, your wounds are are healed at this point. I believe Dianthus did heal you at the end of the combat. Yeah, I gave you a little cure wounds. However, this magic that Dianthus possesses is not your, it's not your typical, like, genie warm magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the healing and the state of your body is still very stiff and you feel a a slight tinge of your magic as a kind of kind of how it has been but with a little more intensity kind of just hovers around you the the threads that you kind of see connecting everything a collection of that thread pools in your hand and a collection of these marbles that you've been seeing kind of weigh on you not heavy but you know it's a noticeable weight as you feel these take a physical form could you give me an arcana check that's an eight <laughs> okay okay so uh with an eight yarrow you're holding these marbles and you can actually see one forming from the events that your group just went through however before that one fully coalesces you can't tell if it's because you tapped it or because this is all new to you, but the rest of the group is bathed in a stark red and gray light, almost as if a projector has turned on and it's like a spotlight around all of you guys. As Yarrow, it becomes apparent uh, before you're able to literally pull it back in, the scene of Dianthus with his blade in Hemlock's chest apparates and each member of the group responds in kind. But Yarrow, there is a moment where your magic kind of warms the space, right? Because as most magic does, you know, it, it takes a lot of power, a lot of energy, but you do feel a slight sense of cold coming from one death domain cleric as although you cannot see his eyes (laughs) uh, Dianthus had asked you to not show this part Mm -hmm. (laughs) as quick as it is there and Yarrow your visual that you present comes quickly and bright and confuses the people who have not seen this before, but when it shuts off, it leaves everyone's eyes kind of adjusting back to the dimly lit cave. As you all look around, maybe a tense silence for a second. Yara was immediately trying to shove the marbles into like his pocket <laughs> or something. Act like it did not happen. Yaro, it's kind of like, kind of like collecting batteries. As you pick them up, they have a solid form. When a marble of yours is used, it gives off a heat. So you do kind of feel that. And it makes it to where you can kind of do a mental note of which marbles produce which memory. But you do get it under control. Would anyone else like to say anything? 
I'm not saying a fucking word. I'm not saying a <laughs> thing. I am purposely I'm avoiding eye contact with you <laughs> right now, but I'm not gonna say a damn thing. Nordia takes out her notebook and um, is writing in it and just slightly glancing up in between Yarrow and Dianthus and just writing very silently. Emma's still kind of reeling from what she saw from yeah. Dianthus two seconds ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. When they turned into a dark spectral shape and murdered Yarrow and then brought them back simultaneously. Yeah. That was wild and crazy. So, anyway, I think M is more than anything just watching Dianthus and sees this anger and is not mechanically holding an action, but is ready to do something if Dianthus is about to go nuclear again. (laughs) Interesting. Hmm. The coins that Zehan put in, I think it was Nordia's hand, that, like, opened a little pathway already, right? Or it was starting to. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's just going to turn and, without a word, start walking down whatever that path was. I don't want to talk to any of you. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. Wherever the light's taking me, I'm going. <laughs> okay. M is immediately second. As this scene resolves and this awkwardness with this relatively new group, uh, you guys haven't been traveling together all that long up to this point. Mm-hmm. You'll start to follow what you presume is the exit to the cave. Dianthus, you mentioned how you, you know, don't usually say much, and especially in a, a moment like this, Mm-hmm. Trying to re- preserve your secrets. Yeah. Uh, the way you march has a, a don't mess with me undertone that I think most of the group would understand. However, as you get moving, Dianthus, kind of like before, as you walk into the cave, you turn and you no longer see Yarrow and M. As it is just you... <laughs> Nortia and Donna. Yarrow and Lady M, I'll get to you in a second. Nortia, can you give me a charisma saving throw? Um, hell yeah, I can. She's beauty, she is grace, she is an eight. Um, <laughs> you know, great. they can't all be winners. They can't um, all be that okay. 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, and that's okay. Nortia, Dianthus, for how gristly and thick his armor looks, he walks with a eerie silence. Uh, Donna is used to these kinds of encounters and doesn't say much of anything either. But Nordia, the confusion and the adrenaline of what has just happened... You feel it as your heartbeat races. Your breath gets away from you. And even though it's not a pitch black cave necessarily, it starts to get dark. And Sabrina, you feel this panic set in. And I'll say on an eight, you don't even recognize when you fall asleep. Uh, Donna does catch you, and Dianthus, if you care to look, sure. 
you would see a a light pink purple glow as the place on Donna's armor where Nordia's cheek rests hums with a a warm but neutral energy as Nortia you hear a voice and I don't know if you've heard this before or if you have it hasn't been like this but the voice doesn't speak words necessarily or if they are they're not words that you understand but the soothing tone even in your sleep you can feel your body because this isn't like an arcane thing this is a, a typical you know things just got away from you you passed out from the excitement the fear and you feel a I don't think Nordia would know what kind of magic it is. But Sabrina would know that the very bones and fingers of Nordia can now give a kind of soothing touch, which Sabrina and I will talk about the the D&D mechanics of this little homebrew that we pulled up. You feel this, Nordia, and this soothing, this warmth. You feel your heartbeat and your breathing come back to normal just in time for the sky to open back up as you come to a natural, you know, jolt uh, as the sun hits your face and Donna gives you a, not aggressive, just a light, you know, hey, we made it, <laughs> you know, kind of nudge. As Dianthus, you stand with these two at the end of this cavern. Uh, I will say, if you turn around, the opening is not there anymore. Huh. Is there anything I would like to say to each other in this moment? You awake now? Yes. Are you going to stay awake? <sighs> yes. <laughs> All right. Nordia... Uh, reaches for Dianthus from where she is in Donna's arms uh, to place a hand on his shoulder. What are you doing? Um, she pulls her hand back and grabs it. I'm sorry. Um, I just thought I could help. And she uh, puts her hands like crossed on her. He's gonna bite his tongue from saying, don't, do not <laughs> touch me. I think he's just gonna turn his attention to their immediate surroundings, specifically for the rest of the group that just poof disappeared. Are they here? <laughs> Are they present? Have we lost them in the dark? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? <laughs> I will say we do cut back to Yarrow and Lady M. Is there anything the two of you would like to say as the rest of the group disappears? We're still just in the tunnel. Mm -hmm. They were right here. I'm so fucking sick of Ugh, this. Wait, we just start scratching at the walls? Wait, th is, do we know which direction we were going? It's fairly Are obvious. We just... It's one of those things. Okay. This isn't like a maze as much as it is kind of like the the battle area you just left there's a obvious path that 
I would say probably with Lady M's background feels a little semi-fey, but it's not hostile. It's mostly meant to either deter intruders or to, you know, send back some of the locals. Um, but you can start walking and it's not too complicated, but it is just the two of you as you kind of walk through. They must have walked ahead or something or magic. Probably that slow. <laughs> Perhaps. Right. Are you feeling okay? I'm better than before. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Um, as we're walking, I'm saying this. Um, you've known Diane this a long time? Mm, a few years, long enough. They've never done something like that? No. I mean, I assumed the magic stuff is all new, so that's a new development in our friendship. Do you trust them to control it? I mean, it was kind of hard to make out what I saw. Um, I'm sure whatever it is, they'll get the hang of it, just like we will get the hang of our our own magic. Hmm. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. I'm glad you're okay as well. I'm not used to all the, uh, violence. What? I don't mean this, um, insultingly, but I don't really understand what you do in your tower, Yara. <laughs> she said there do nothing. <laughs> I do a bunch of stuff, research, uh, I help people in town with whatever they may need, uh, historian stuff, it's... Eclectic. Not violent. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yours doesn't seem very violent at all either. Yeah, you Seems like a rather calm place to be. Sure, yeah. Not violent in this way, no. No. But I'm no stranger to it. Seems Diane this isn't either. Norty, I held her on too. She did. Um, everyone seemed to do relatively well. Mm. Lady M, can I get a perception check? Mm, yes, you can. Oh boy. Did not even get my honk dice out. Honk shoe. Honk shoe. Honk shoe. Honk shoe. Honk shoe. Honk shoe. She's taking a little nap. Holy completely sleep. If this was an anime, it would definitely be the cut of just like like Nordia going into the panic attack and just. (laughs) (laughs) She held it off for a long bit. Twenty-two. Guys. Lady M, you feel a magic, and with your background, you know that it's probably not best to let. Yaro know what you are sensing, but there is a shadow that has followed you from the garden. And just before something could happen, 
Yarrow, you would feel <laughs> a cold draft kind of blow past you as y'all get to the end of the cave. Uh, mm. um, and you gonna... feel the shadow kind of hit your feet. And just before you know what's about to be said, the two of you get into the clearing and turn, and the tunnel is gone. It's a beautiful oh, day. Actually. But there is that feeling of being followed just on the back of your necks. Oh, it's a little chilly. A little chilly. Just a little chilly. A bit brisk. Do we see our people? You do, uh, but I'm going to cut back to the other group real quick uh, to say, Dianthus, as you are the first person out of the tunnel, eh. you do feel a kind of as you step out a, a hand kind of not aggressively, but quickly uh, kind of grab your arm uh -uh. as you turn <laughs> and you see Cal. Oh. The Dianthus? I had my hand like on my the hilt of my sword, right? And fucking drive him it's through. It's definitely it's definitely one of those things you're like, ah. uh, yeah. and then you realize who it was. Where the fuck did you go? It's a bit complicated. But really? I, I talked to Zehang. We should be good. Good for what? There was a bit of a miscommunication, I will admit, but um we'll we'll, we'll explain everything. I'll wait until the other two come over and join us before I go anywhere. Because I'll be honest, is... bitches need to hold me back from killing Zehan when we see him. This is the moment where everyone kind of comes together. Nordia looks up at Donna. Would, would you mind setting me down? <laughs> <laughs> of, of course. And she, very gingerly. She She's stronger than I don't want to say when she looks because she is pretty like big, right? Um, but it is remarkably easy for her to to hold you and set you down. Sorry, I was just thinking about strong women. Anyway, <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, and Nordius counting heads and making sure that everyone's <laughs> Gunner, here. Is Gunner with us? Gunner was rather quiet, uh, just from fighting with the new group, mm -hmm. feeling out new dynamics, uh, the awkwardness with Nortia a little bit. <laughs> uh, you do notice that he was split from the group, kind of in that same way, whenever the tunnels branched off and stuff. Dianthus, you see Gunner's actually already at the table that the rest of you see. Uh, as this clearing opens up, it's roughly half a foot of grass in, you know, a light breezy kind of area. I would say probably none of you. Actually, if I could get a history check from everybody. History. Bam. 19 plus 23. 21. 21. Yeah. Hey. One. No. Oh. <laughs> Yay. M does not no. know anything. Lady yeah. M d has M never. M has never seen That's this funny. place. 
Um, Yaro. Information not for me. <laughs> not for me. Yaro and Dianthus would know this place geographically uh, because of, I would say, Yaro because of your research uh, stuff in your tower. There's a bunch of maps and stuff. Uh, Dianthus, you would know that a lot of a good portion, probably a solid third of the medical attention you give to people is from this area. Uh, it oh. is the training ground. Uh, it's kind of underground, uh, mostly because it's kind of hard to find. Up until recently, there wasn't an arcane barrier. Uh -huh. But up until the Breakone event, uh, you would know that there was a, a secret connection of underground tunnels and secret back doors to buildings that would lead here uh, to, to different members of various skills to guards that don't necessarily stand with the goals of of the fallen sun group uh so the 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 royal guard of the fallen sun is the the full name of the guards in town um but yeah so essentially this is a training ground uh nordia you would have been here once before uh, you and Atlas were working on a story a while back. Nortia, I'm going to send you a message. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, secret. Secret. <laughs> on, on Discord, there's going to be a little little whisper there. Oh my god. What do you know? What's it say? What is it? Tell us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I know. As we see the the clearing kind of open up, uh, it's on a cliffside, not in a very gruesome way, but it's, you know, just natural breeze. As you see various uh, trainings, there's fields where uh, some wooden fenced area is for those practicing on horseback. Uh, different combat scenarios are set up to where there's even like stone arrangements that have been put out so people could practice their magics or their archery or kind of whatever combat scenario they imagine. But in the middle, kind of with the beach front in the background, there's a table uh, kind of long. Uh, you get the idea that it kind of arranges itself to the size it's needed because as people approach the table, it kind of grows and shifts. As you see Zehan at the head uh, talking to Gunner in not secretive, but hushed tones. You see a small gnome woman who some of you saw back in the cave, uh, healed up at this point, uh, kind blue eyes, uh, very small, a little weathered. Uh, you can tell she's, even for a gnome, she's kind of old, but she sits there laughing with other members. Uh, Lady M, you would see D, kind <laughs> of, face buried as if trying to become invisible in this moment. But yeah, everyone is here. This is up to this point, everyone that y'all have had whatever sort of conflict with. Caleb, just yeah. a question. Um, is, is Zahan, Zahan. Is Zahan um, facing us? Or is he turned away Has from he us? noticed? I will you look at be, me and I look at him. You know, <laughs> theater of the mind, right? Um, mm -hmm. I will say that you all can come up to the table however you wish. Um, if you would like to 
I don't know, sneak up on him or... Oh, I would love no. to sneak up on him. <laughs> okay, if you could give me a stealth check. Okay, I'd love to do that. Can I does... give Nordia advantage because I want to oh. go around to the other side of the table and sit at the head of the table opposite Zehan? So I want to, like... Okay. Can I can I give yeah. Nordia advantage by doing that? Okay, cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, 18 plus one. Ooh. Okay, okay. Um, before we get to that, uh, Yaro and Dianthus, are you two approaching <laughs> just normally, or? I'm the, um, I'm not gonna sit down at all. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I might stand a little ways away, just feel it out. Um, Yaro's probably approaching as well, just kind of following whatever everyone else is doing. So, you know, if people are sitting down, I'll maybe sit down. <laughs> Yara, can you give me a investigation check? Yes. That is a 12. I'll tell you what that was for. But first, Nortia, what would you like to do or say to Zehan? Um, Nortia gets behind Zehan and um, kind of like is peeking over and like looking at him <laughs> and feels a surge of confidence <laughs> from her from her bestie at the end of the table um and she like taps on his shoulder and over his shoulder she says i told you not to underestimate us yeah you feel this sense of like he tenses <laughs> and then still reflecting some of his arrogance uh, relaxes. He he grabs a drink, takes a swig, puts it back down on the table. I'm sorry for the confusion. You proved rather capable. I for a admit. second there, Zehan, it looked like you were a little bit scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't fight. Oh my god. Fear can be useful. To one. <laughs> Nordia is fine, but Sabrina just passed away. <laughs> the way that Betty flew off screen was real. Funny. I said, oh, oh, I can't do this today. Not today. <laughs> Nordia looks at him and for a second like remembers like kind of like she already hit him over the head with like a literal item she doesn't need to hit him over the head with the fact that she did it you know Fair enough. Fair um enough. so she smiles and she goes quite right nordia over the next few minutes he you know because they were all kind of eating mm -hmm. but you all do get the idea that this is sort of a meeting uh you see that on one side, probably his left, he has a stack of, not disorganized, uh, but strewn across the table is various uh, papers that have kind of profiles on each of you. And Yarrow, I will say your investigation check was to notice that in the middle of the table, again, not hidden from any one person, um, but it does keep... It does require a little bit of peeking, uh, you know, <laughs> shifting a plate, mm -hmm. moving a glass. 
um, you recognize some of the maps of the city that bear your mark of whenever you document and and have either printed meaning that you have written some of these maps or collected them and made record of them for the mm. historians of Dalvern. Um, somehow someone has brought some of your maps and historical record to this place. What the fuck? Can I is it is it Zehan who's looking at them or it's just kind on of the everybody. Uh, at this point, they're being shown to the other people at the table. So it's kind of everybody. Uh, you can see that's probably one of the things Gunner and Zehan were talking about. Um, mm -hmm. I will say, you do get the idea that Gunner probably didn't know, just because he showed up with you guys. And I'll say, you couldn't really tell who brought it, um, but it's also not new. Uh, this is probably a collection of material that, because... Yarrow, I uh, hate to admit you were a little unorganized whenever the Breakhone event started. <laughs> a little bit. Um, you would recognize your own your own handwriting, your own work. Right, right, right. But, yeah, whoever is like nearest to me will just be like, how did they get... Where did these be here? You do see a a small smirk from the, the gnome woman. Oh. oh dear, you'll figure it out Later, later. There's much to discuss in the meantime. Sure, right. I mean, I would prefer to know now, if possible. Give me a persuasion check. Yay! Am I good at these? <laughs> and seven. Oh my god. I'm not good at these. I'll say, Yarrow, you get this. She's nice. She means well. You also, I would say on a seven, you don't know how to place it. But the person who collected this material is not here. Hmm. Okay. There's no one who gives, you know, guilty vibes or, you know, sneaky vibes. There's mm -hmm. a weird energy to the table, but but the person who stole these are not here. Uh, okay, Nordia, you see, keep an eye on that. <laughs> you see Zehan's papers uh, in the, the profiles of each of the members of your party. Uh, there is a stack of contracts, uh, not in the sense of like ownership or arcane contracts. I'm not talking like warlock, right? Like sell your soul type deal. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as the operation that they have here, it becomes apparent through the jovial mutterings of those around the table uh that and i would say this would also remind you nortia of the encounter with the flyers whenever you were made to to jump with them this was a very similar if you know a little more dangerous uh test for you guys mm. so That's i'll say first dianthus you walk up to cal and just on your passives, right? Like, this isn't yeah. a, a high-stress situation anymore. Uh, you notice that Cal pretty clearly see that he's, like, ugh, like, like drinking and enjoying the festivities out of, like, almost a duty and not a... Mm. Like, this is not him having fun, so to speak. Gotcha. Is, is everyone else at the table... 
enjoying it, though? For the most part. You look like you're being held hostage. Ah, Diane. How are we doing? How do you think? That was fun, wasn't it? Is that your definition of fun? A good performance is always fun. However, I think... And he, he looks and he catches a glimpse from Donna and from Zehan. I wish this was as recreational as it's meant to seem. Are we in danger, Cal? You, before he was speaking, um, this time there's a bit of a, a direct mental link I don't know whose ears to trust. This is maybe not the space to speak of such things. Mm. After after lunch, eat up Dianthus. And he says that part out loud. He's like, eat up Dianthus, and kind of like motions for you to sit down. Uh, Lady M, you catch kind of like you're CC'd on an email. Uh, you do catch the mental conversation between those two. Um, you couldn't hear what was being said before and after mm-hmm. that, but you you hear just the mental link of the conversation. Is there... There's food on the table. Mm-hmm. Are there grapes? Oh. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I'm sitting across from Zehan. is going to uh, pick a grape off of the table and say to Zehan... Um, confusion is a funny way to describe violence. Violence isn't confusing. It is black and white. There are sides. <laughs> what side do you want us to be on, Sehan? Oh, I love her. Oh! Give me an insight check. Oh my god. I want to fight. Oh, that fell on the floor. <laughs> it's on the run. I wonder what it was. Hold on. It's really, really down here. Oh. <laughs> Okay, if it was bad, can I roll it again? <laughs> Doesn't count! Okay, Doesn't okay, count. okay. Nice! <laughs> um, what was this? Insight? Mm-hmm. Uh, 16. Alright. 16, okay. You see a man who exudes false confidence. Ooh. He's a leader. He is a capable fighter. But you see it you would know, even in you saying this, that conflict is not always black and white, right? The the winner isn't always the person who wins the battle. But also, people can fight for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And Lady M, you see a, a distrust on his eyes towards some, but not all, members of the group. Um, And when I say group, I don't mean your party. I mean, as he looks around the training ground, there are people that are fighting that on on that insight, I would say some of them are on his team. Mm -hmm. But some of these people are just fighters Mm -hmm. or or thieves or criminals, potentially cultists. Mm. And this attitude that he's giving is and you would see him looking at the the papers on the table 
and you would see a look you haven't, Lady M, for a long time of someone in a position of power looking to you. And for a brief second, there is a plea behind his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then and then he picks up a great kind of sassy, you know, starts to give a level of disregard to you. Sure. And starts talking again to to Gunner, maybe throwing out a snide comment to Dianthus or Cal. <laughs> so he doesn't answer my question? Oh, cool. Am I allowed to be mean to him now? I'll sure. give a look to Dianthus. I sick haven't... Him. Sick him. I have not sat down. I think I've more or less just been like walking around the table, getting, mm-hmm. like, you know, counting heads. Who's here? Um, I think besides D, I didn't see the gnome. I think besides D, I wouldn't recognize anybody else at the table, right? Sure. So, yeah, it was, it was D, the gnome, uh, Zehan. Yep. Uh, there's your party right. that you would all know. Um, there are a couple other members. Um, Dianthus, as you approach the table, multiple individuals leave, uh, save for Zehan, the gnome woman, mm-hmm. and D. A couple people either are disgruntled by your appearance, by you being there. Uh-huh. Give me actually a perception check. For sure, for sure. 13. 13. I would say a group of roughly, you, you can't really count because it's kind of fast, right? And they kind of spread out real quick. Roughly six people leave the table. And you're not able to pick up a lot but you do recognize two familiar injuries. Um, as you remember, a man who came in and he at the shoulders had had both of his arms ripped off. Ah. Oh. And so you, with the help of some of the artificers in town, had reattached these two metal, completely bionic arms onto uh, this guy. Sick. Something you would see that is new, however, is before they were controlled by a series of of mechanisms, uh-huh. pulleys, gears, that sort of thing. Uh, now these arms roar with a a subtle but very hot fire as you mm-hmm. feel a an arcane energy give these hands a supernatural dexterity. And then there's another man who you recognize having come to you before um, with an injury on his eye, a entire kind of wrap. There's like an eye patch, but with like a bandage over it. I would say it probably didn't matter to Dianthus. Why? No, they never asked questions. (laughs) Um, And I would say on that perception check, you don't really know kind of who this guy is, but they they all leave. Uh, And then you are able to approach Zehan. Is there like a little knife? little knife I could grab on the table. Sure. Great. I'd like to just, as I'm walking by, pick one up because I really, really want to just stab it down into his plate as I approach him. Give me a slide of hand check. Fantastic. I don't think I'm good at that. 18. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm great at it, actually. You know, there's a sense of 
maybe Dianthus could have been overreaching. Like, you know, there's a lot of people there mm -hmm. and you feel, you know, yourself shift a little bit, but you do catch right in between uh, two of his fingers. The the blade hits his dish. Could I help you, Dianthus? You said somebody told you that I bring death if you don't want me to do that. Answer why we're here. You bring death. Your words. My job with this group of ruffians is to try to minimize how much death is brought to Davan or to direct it when needed. In a lot of ways, I was testing you. For what? You remember what happened at the tavern. Myself and some of my men saw what you did. How do we know we can trust you, Arbinger? Because if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Is that why the tiefling's still here? What, Yara? <laughs> you talking about Yara? Now, just to clarify, this in callback to me in the cave? Okay, because I don't remember that, right? I don't know what happened. Right. Okay, cool. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm assuming he's talking about, like, the tavern still? Uh -huh. Why would I... Why would I... No, I... What? Give me a persuasion check. Oh, fuck. With my minus one? For sure. <laughs> Six! Dianthus... Up to this point, right? Your your blade is in his meal, right? Uh -huh. You're you're talking to him, kind of in his oh, face. Oh yeah, no, we're a bit of kiss right there's now, a, right there. There's a moment where you think he doesn't believe you, and he looks around. This just got interesting. Tell you what, you and your friends. Feel free to let off some steam. Direct your magic. Figure out what you're fighting for. We'll talk later, Dianthus. For now, figure out quite what your affliction or affiliation with death really is before you hurt someone. Ooh! Yara. You are sitting, uh, to your left is a, a small human girl. Uh, you recognize uh, the kind of clumsy D from earlier, but you do feel noticeably almost giant sitting between the two of them. Um, um, yeah, I mean, they might probably like look between the two here. Everyone else is probably preoccupied or something. And just, um, do you know? Where we are, to the lady knows something. My name's Anya. Nice to meet you. Uh, she extends a hand that Hi. is like covered in gravy. Like, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Yaro. She's gonna shake her hand and then wipe it just like on the table. Uh, Yaro, as this happens, you feel uh, very small. You know, no, very small. Um, but there is 
in the moment that your hands touch, there is a barely and only arcanely visible white flame that surrounds this woman. She is powerful. And you look around the table and she, you feel as if there is more arcane energy in this little gnome than like everyone else at the table. And then you, you know, she lets go and continues eating and is once again, a little, you know, super excited to be there. Um, this is, uh, this is Ducal. Um, this is the, uh, you know, some call it the fields. Um, but to others, it's more of a training ground. Um, this is where people go to find, well, to find people, um, either for adventures or for, for guild duties or for other things. <laughs> and she, she very obviously doesn't look at anyone else at the table. It's kind of like, it like stares off into the distance. Anyway, not really my thing. I'm more of a of a trainer in the arcane, and like her, she has like a chicken leg in front of her, and it like bursts into flame, and she like kind of throws it behind her, and just like keeps eating. She's like, "I'm just here to to help with those that are gifted, like you." She, you know, keeps eating. <laughs> Takes them back a bit. Like, oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Uh, do you know? Did are you from here, or did you come from somewhere else? And do you know how? Are you familiar with how to like get in and out? For a moment, like she drops pretense. Who let you in? It's not usually a question that needs answering once you're this far into it. I'm very directionally challenged. She. <laughs> Give me another deception check. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, that was good. What am I doing again? Deception. Right? Deception. Uh, that was an 18 plus 4, 22. The, this gnome woman, you know, she finishes eating, you know, still kind of covered uh, very quickly, like, prestidigitates herself, is, like, cleaned. And is like, you are coming with me. She hops down and grabs you by your hand and like pulls you away from the rest of the group. She's like, uh, guys, <laughs> she's like, make the motion to stand up. Uh, she turns to those who kind of like stand in a pose. And uh, I'll say, give me an insight check for those who oh. would, would interfere oh. uh, in this. Hold on. 25. It's very Another... sweet, but if everybody's rushing towards it, Nordia's like, one of us got to stay out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all rolled pretty well. Um, I will say those that rolled lower get the idea that, like, you don't want to mess with this woman. Um, but those, you said, what was that, Dianthus? You got a... 24. 24. Or 25. I bet, 25. Um, everyone's seen someone find a toy and get so excited because it's like limited edition or they it's nostalgic or for for whatever reason there's like a sense of like no one gets to play with this until i get to play with this um there's no uh aggressive energy the only assertive aspect of it is like you are coming with me uh like none of this like you get the idea yaro that the the magic aspect 
is completely separate from what is going on with the rest of the table. Uh-huh. And, and uh, Dianthus, you do get a moment of like, you know, concern immediately, but like, mm. it's okay. Yarrow, you can't see my eyes, but you can feel my eyes on you. I'm not going to sit back down until you give me the okay. Um, I think first he's just going to ask um, the gnome, just be like, uh, where are we going? Because, you know, my friends are over here and I don't want to go too far. Can we stay close by? Oh, they'll be able to see us. Well, okay, you got to kind of walk. Okay, so, and she she goes up to Cal at Whispers in it. Here and you, you see like uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Are you are you sure? Uh, okay, all right. Uh, Cal looks up at you and is like, "Yaro, did you get the chance to eat?" I got like one thing. Uh, very quickly, he kind of like, almost like a mage hand, but more rush. Just very quickly, kind of like wraps a plate, gives it to you. And uh, he he leans in your ear. She's going to be tough on you. But she... The magic that this woman has... Learn as much as you can. And he pushes the two of you. And, you know, kind of puts an arm around Dianthus. Like, forcing a drink in your hand. It's like, let them be. They'll be fine. Okay, I guess I'm I'll be back then. Back down. Kind of sit down. Gives you guys a very uh, hesitant thumbs up. Yaro, the <laughs> last thing as this surprisingly dex- dexterous gnome <laughs> kind of like pulls you away, uh, Zehan reaches back, grabs your wrist, and you feel a moment of you think he's going to like try to pull on you or something but you feel his pinky and ring finger drop a very small satchel into your hand. And he lets go um, and then joins the rest of the festivity. And then the, the gnome woman pulls you away from the group and you have in your hand a, a pouch about this big that you get the feeling you don't want to look at right at this moment. Okay. Um, I think there's that temptation for a second of wanting to, but ultimately they'll decide, like, okay, and kind of just tuck it away into a pocket. All right. And Yarrow is off, and the rest of you are at the table. What do y'all do? Nordia is going to turn to Gunner, um, and she's going to say, Gunner? Gunner kind of. Uh, stands up as you as you speak, kind of like knocking the the plates and the stuff. He's like, uh, "My lady, I, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not as good with words as my friends here." Nordia reaches up and, and grabs Gunner's hand, um, and she goes, "You don't need to apologize. I know exactly what was well. I have ex- an idea of exactly what was going on." And I think that if somebody is going to put their trust in us to save people, then I think you were a worthy foe to prove our point. Nordia, you feel in this moment a like a straightening and a composure 
if I ever raise my blade to you again, my title, my duty is yours. And he he kind of takes his hand away and walks from the table. Anyway, <laughs> um, flushes a little bit, um, and she she automatically her eyes dart towards her comfort person. She's looking right at Lady M. <laughs> we'll go after him. Yes, um, and she stands up from the table and goes after Gunner. Okay, so so that happens, and we are left. I will say, um, as as this moment kind of unfurls, uh, Dianthus, the sobered look that Cal had given you before uh, is immediately contradicted with a very quick rush from the table. He, he stands up, puts his hand on your chest and says, move. And the, the two of you walk <laughs> off. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Lady M, you would notice a remarkably quiet D trying to sneak away from the table. Uh uh uh. Don't think I didn't see you. Come, sit. Give me a persuasion check at a disadvantage. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> She's my bestie. D and I are friends. Um, well, uh, persuasion. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Good thing I'm good at that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, 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 persuasion. Plus eight. Eight plus three is eight, nine, ten, eleven. Lady M, D books it. <laughs> um, as I described earlier, there is a, <laughs> a... At the end of the clearing, there's this... What you would presume to be a, a training ground. Uh, there's mm -hmm. various wooden pillars, um, amalgamation of rock, um, and D is surprisingly fast as she kind of disappears into, uh, it's roughly 50 to 100 feet from the table, but That's into this so kind of far. like training area. Okay, I will, um... <laughs> she bolts. I'm going to sigh deeply. Another really aggressive pointed look at uh, Zehan. And I'm going to put both my hands on the on the flat of the table to stand up. I'm going to take another grape and eat it with all of the intensity that says, I know you need me more than I need you. Chomp. Yeah. And I'm going to turn around and follow D. <laughs> yeah. Lady M, as you get to clearing mm -hmm. and you kind of step in, you have dealt with this type of encounter before where someone doesn't want to be seen or I don't want to say Dee's playing with you because you know Dee. This is more of someone avoiding their like older sister or something because they don't want to get <laughs> right. in trouble, right? Sure. With that being said, once you get away from the table, you do feel 
that same twinge of shadow as it reaches out to you and you feel a little bit of a cold energy emanating from the whip that you carry I'll put my hand kind of on my skirt. It sits under my skirt, so I'll just kind of put my hand on that area and bunch the, um, fl I'll flatten out the, the fabric a little bit. And um, I'm in the clearing and I know D is here. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad, D. And I'll just kind of look around. I didn't know you could fight like that. I'm looking for her. I'm starting to see if I can spot her. I just rolled a nat one for D stealth check. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, you hear a a slight jostle as the the rocks that are on top of one of the stones behind you uh, fall, and you hear a a hit as D kind of like pop 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 lands on their feet. I'm I'm sorry, Lady M. I uh, I didn't want you to be mad. I'm not. I wish you were fighting with me instead of against me well um the leader Zehan, he said he said we couldn't pick favorites and we had to you know make sure that y'all were capable and i i didn't want to tell him about your stuff so i had to pretend you were just the shopkeep and come at you like i didn't know about her uh, as she's kind of talking, I'm going to walk up next to her and lean against the stone. Sand's kind of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> um, she, you see, she kind of nervously looks around, making sure, you know, he's not there or something. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of is. You know, I am not... Uh, this is kind of what we do at the shop. Right? We make things that can hurt people, and then we give them to people who hurt the people that need to be hurt. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, I guess so. Do I need to hurt Zehan, He's not that kind of bad person, my lady. Um, I think he hurts himself enough. What is this place? Who are these people? What is... I'm... You know, this is... I love this heart-to-heart -heart that we're having. I am viscerally and desperately confused. <laughs> um, this is the training grounds. Um, uh-huh. This is where I figured out how to do this. Uh, you see D kind of unstraps these two pins at the side of her corset. And a, a leather kind of array pops out and she has these daggers uh she pulls these strings and four daggers fall and as they are about to hit the ground she very quickly in a almost a tap dancer's agility knocks them back up and as she does this it's kind of a juggling act as she catches each dagger and throws it into a a wooden mannequin in the middle um Ooh. each blade in a sort of triangle, hits, 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 and then the third blade breaks through and the mannequin's torso splits as the knives fall to the ground. And then she kind of tucks her hair behind her ear and is <laughs> back to her kind of temporary shy disposition. Um, 
Zehan taught me a lot, and oh, I oh. needed to prove that I was capable without the abilities that all of you have. What do you guys do here? I mean... We help people. Uh-huh. The ones the guards aren't paid to help. Mm. The ones who are left out of the church mm. or forgotten by the crown. Mm. She pulls out a familiar type of coin as she kind of flicks it between mm. her fingers. Mm. As she flicks it into the wall in front of her, uh, you think something's about to happen, but it actually just starts to shimmer and it turns into this like mirror. As you see Dee seeing a reflection of herself performing different maneuvers in mm. this space. Um, Dee doesn't have any magic. Her abilities are just based off of her drive, dedication. Lady M, you find that she is a rogue in nature. Also mechanically, D&D, &D, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. But she spends the next few minutes showing you some of what she's learned from presumably Zehan. She doesn't speak too much about the regiment necessarily. Can you give me an arcana check? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole time that she's... The whole time that she's doing that, um, I'm watching really silently and observing really hard, and um, I'm seeing what is a result of I know to be hours and hours and hours and hours of hard work that comes from a, a place of like feeling less than, <laughs> and that she she is craving to feel more powerful in that way and anyway that's a nine but i just wanted you to know why <laughs> i rolled so poorly is because i was really seeing myself in her and relating to her in that way gotcha. that's right. <laughs> i will say mm. lady m mm -hmm. betty the player uh knows that everyone else is getting their kind of like training sequence right mm -hmm. what lady m doesn't know is that as you are watching D do these different exercises, something that isn't made apparent to you based off of your arcana check, the shadow that was following you does not attack in this moment. But the shadows that D leaves on the stone and the grass and the wood, as she jumps, is observed and stored in your mother's whip as Lady M, these roguelike abilities are being stolen by you in this moment. <gasps> Wait, he, does D still have them? D still has them. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to take them from her. <laughs> but in an ironic representation of what D is working for and fighting for, Everything that has taken her, presumably, weeks and months to learn. You feel oh. a familiar energy that stems from your mother's training. As your hand touches the hilt of the whip, 
you feel this through presumably your shadow magic the ability to do this same level of sneakery and lady m if you are more attuned to your magic you might have seen uh, but the training ground that you and d spend time in is completely shrouded in shadow as stuff goes on <laughs> that being said we cut to nortia and uh gunner who uh you had followed him off away from the table and um for i will say for a few moments however long you would like to wait uh gunner sits on the edge of the beach uh, just kind of like looking out into the water. Nordia waits a few moments and she kind of watches him. And then she slowly approaches. Um, and she looks at him and she says, Teach me. Teach. You. Yes, I. If there is something I have learned in my life, it is that. You do not gain knowledge or skill or anything valuable in this world if you cannot recognize when someone is better at something than you are. You seem so scared that anybody could hurt me. So if you don't want me hurt, teach me. He stands from where he's sitting. Uh, you, you see that his blade is strewn along the sand. He unclips the the armor that covers his shoulders, and his cape falls. Do you still have the dagger? Nordia pulls her like split skirt a little to the side, and um, tucked in her little like book satchel leg thing um, is the dagger. And she pulls it out, and she twirls it between her fingers. Strike me. As you wish. And Nordia oh. lunges at him. Oh. Give me an attack roll. Oh my god. <laughs> 17 plus uh, 5, 23. Nordia, for about an hour, uh, Gunner has you uh, repeatedly, uh, you know, lunge and make certain knife strikes and for for most of it he's able to dodge and and as you're going you know there there's moments where at first you think he's toying with you um but you see that like each time you lunge and become a little more disgruntled that like the sand kicks up and the two of you are going back and forth and at the end of it you're standing in an area that is actually like it is a circle that has dipped a couple inches from from how much you've been going back and forth, back and forth. And then right at the end, there's a moment where your dagger makes purchase uh, right in his shoulder. Uh, you, have, you have both hands on it, and the, both of you are breathless. <sighs> well then, I... Um... I... <laughs> Thank you. And she she pulls it 
out and she places her hand where the the dagger was um, for a second and then she looks at it and she looks up at Gunner and she slowly lets her hand fall. As your hand falls and you're collecting your breath, um, Gunner in that moment stood completely still. And as he slowly kind of recollects his breath, waits for the the wound to trickle and then to stop, and it it just kind of covers his chest. I am. I'll help how I can. I just hope that I hope that next time it'll be. And as as he does this, he starts he leans over and like starts putting back on his equipment. He's still he's avoiding like the bloody aspect. It's like I, I should get this checked. Um, I am sorry for for hurting you or getting close to hurting you. Um, Hopefully this is the last time you ever need to take it out on me, my lady. And uh, he he walks up the beach. Wait. She grabs his arm. <laughs> I will fight by your side if you fight by mine. And I vow to you that unless something incredibly unexplainable happens. I will never hurt you again. And if I do, my duty is yours, Gunnar. There's a moment where the the beach is the only... Like, before this, you heard people in the distance, you know, doing various exercises, trainings, that sort of thing, spells in the distance. But in this moment, it is just the sound of the surf. And he uh, tries to hide a smile for a moment, but he, he side, side glances towards him and like, Oh, this is just training. It's but a flesh wound. I'll be fine. And before you can see his face starting to turn a little pink, he uh, very quickly, you know, shuffles off. Nordia kind of a little flushed, a little not sure how she got the confidence to say that. Um, starts writing down in her book um, and writes I thought that maybe learning more about the man from the Breckening help me with my search but I think it's helping me in other ways and then she closes it I'm gonna kill both of you <laughs> very, I'm very hot <laughs> Yara um, your your training is <laughs> there, there is no uh, like pretense of, of friendly banter or whatever this gnome is just shooting stuff at you and like the two of you spend a good evening just throwing all sorts of stuff and like yara this like it's like using a group of muscles that you've never used before 
uh, as far yeah. as like, the magic and stuff goes. Um, but you you find that as the two of you are throwing stuff at each other, there's a moment uh, right before the end where at the beginning, the the fire and the ice and the the different elemental uh, you know castings that this little gnome is throwing at you like is overwhelming. Um, you you learn how to kind of shield and dodge and deflect and and shoot back. Um, but there's a moment where the time that it takes to respond seems to slow. And throughout the evening, it seems as if this gnome woman starts to throw spells at quarter frames. And there's actually a moment where the gnome has to fully command you to stop because you're standing in the middle of this little courtyard and the runes are completely gone. And the stone is completely turned to powder. And your your horns are glowing, and the the bag of marbles at your side are glowing. And Yarrow, up to this point, has been a more of a, we'll say, timid may not be the right word, but but not as unsure. Aggressive. Unsure, right? Uh, Yarrow, there is a moment where oh, red. everyone that is going to and fro training and stuff every caster and everyone that is typically around this area has stopped to watch the amateur duel that kind of naturally formed between the two of you and uh anya is is hiding behind the only rock that is still solid in the area and you realize that your 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 shirt and the the material that you are wearing has mostly been flung to your side, and Yarrow is completely shirtless. Um, <laughs> and yeah, everyone is talking about it. Your yeah. turn, Rich. My turn. Yeah, I think like it takes him a moment to realize that like, oh wow, that like I can do that kind of stuff, and over time, definitely kind of the confidence and kind of just stops whatever magic is happening and just I don't think they say anything at first it's just that like awe <laughs> I guess of <laughs> like oh wow that's like a lot of magic like but I think um eventually they're just like um thank you for helping for helping uh train training Anya looks around and she's like, um, next time I imagine I will need... Huh. Whoa. Okay. It okay. starts following her gaze. She's like, was that you or me? Yara, as you look around, like the stone pillars that formed kind of a, almost a coliseum, type atmosphere around you the the roof and the pillars are completely destroyed but in this moment like you realize that somehow your magic has suspended each of these stones in time and she she looks at you she's like we're gonna have to be very careful okay 
I need you to wait to drop it until I can get these others out of here. You see there's like a couple other like like younger magic users and stuff like looking at you pure terror on their face. Uh she's like, okay. Yarl, look at me. Look at me. And like and she she's very short, right? So she's like down here, look at me. And she uh she does a quick kind of like flick with her hands and a, a white tunic kind of like pops up on you. She's like, I need you to hold. Give me three seconds, okay? Okay. And uh, yeah, they're gonna stay completely still. Give me a check with your spellcasting modifier to see. Oh, the, spell, the modifier or yeah. a 14? Is that okay? It's like in the <laughs> middle ish. <laughs> Yaro, uh, you are trying to hold it as y'all are backing out, and you get really close to the where you think the edge of it is. And as you're like, okay, okay, everyone's out, I got it, you, you let it drop, and you realize that about 20 feet above you, there is a golf ball sized piece of stone that just comes down and it hits you right, <laughs> on, right on the temple, just right above the eye gives you like just a solid like it's gonna like without proper healing or whatever it's gonna it's gonna yes. real bad um but everyone is out um you do feel leagues better with your magic now but uh you're probably done for the day uh in kind of yeah it's probably tiring in dealing with all the runes and everything you actually did start kind of burning into your like magical ability, so you feel like a level of exhaustion. That's just mm. like, oh boy. Anya turns to you and she's like, "You look like you need to wash up." Um, that would be good and a nap, maybe. The the salt falls are are beautiful this time of day. Um, don't have too much fun. She kind of like taps you where it would be like a tap on the back but because she's so short. It's like on the back of your leg. It's like, anyway, and she, she kind of walks off. At this point, we pan over to Dianthus. Oh, Lord. In leaving the table, it is you and Cal, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. What do you say to him as the two of you leave this space? I mean, we got up really abruptly, right? He mm-hmm. just kind of smacked me and said, go. Yes. So we are in danger. He he pushes you further, further. He's like, I need, I need you to put this on. And so they get to a point where there's like martial training, like there's practice, uh, wooden swords and like leather armor and stuff. And he, he takes off like his most of his stuff kind of puts it aside and puts on a simple you know leather training uh and for a second he he thinks about putting it on and then he just leaves it he's left just with his like white tunic and his pants and he's like uh me and you are going to do some fencing training why because i need an excuse to get you away from and he sees he like looks behind you and there's a couple people that are not so casually following the two of you. Hmm. That's like, nice. I need you to follow me this way. Uh, and he like tosses you a wooden sword. And he's like, 
hurry up, hurry up, let's go, and, and walks off. Uh, can I subtly try to look back at the people following us, so if I see if I can see their faces or anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, give me, I'll say, perception. Fourteen. Fourteen. Whereas most of the people here are pretty open, you know, they're showing themselves, that sort of thing, um, there is a, a half-giant, is obviously the, the bigger person uh, in the group, uh, very, <laughs> big, like, seven foot tall, just really big, bald, um, but he is wearing a mask, which seems kind of counterintuitive, because if anyone knows this guy, you know who he is, yeah. but, but you don't know this guy, so okay, fine, whatever. Uh, and then two um, figures with black cloaks completely uh, hidden. They realize, though, they clock that you see them and kind of walk a different direction. Hmm. Uh, towards probably like the stables, that sort of thing. Um, but on a 14, you don't recognize them. You don't like, okay. there's, there's not enough um, to gather there. Okay. Uh, I'm still going to, I'm going to follow Cal. Did he give me like the stuff he's wearing now? Like take off your armor, put on this tunic and stuff. Uh, pretty much. It, it was more of like cool. the, the physical equipment, like the like wooden swords, like because okay. some of y'all have more magical and badass mm -hmm. armor and material than the others, so this is kind of how y'all are supposed to like train, that sort of thing. Can I take this armor off normally? You can try. I can try. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll attempt it. Uh-huh. Can you give me and this is fun because I homebrew this. Fuck. Can you give me an arcana check? <laughs> Mm. Ten. As you are walking, uh, Cal kind of turns. Uh, there's a uh, probably a 15, 20 foot tall boulder, large rock. And as he turns the corner, you see that there is a, a waterfall with with stones that come out of the water. And Cal is there, you know, in his tunic, you know, some water coming up, you know, his blade out. Um. Dianthus, as you are, you know, you have in your hand, like, the bundle mm -hmm. of, of, of equipment that he gave you. Um, you are going, and as you go to unclip it, uh, it comes off, but there's a moment of resistance. And you feel in your chest almost like a, a gasp, but not of surprise, more of just like... <sighs> Like, as if it pains someone. But the clasp does come undone, and your armor turns to that fine black powder that you've seen before, and it falls. And uh, Dianthus, as you kind of step out, you look down, and you only have your simple tunic on uh, and pants, but your armor is gone. This gone? No. Okay. To my understanding, Good. that is something that you put together, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah, no, yep. that is not common. It's just the the armor from your your death suit is perfect. Is gone. Good to know. Cool. That's a, that's gonna take him off guard a little bit, because that's I mean he hasn't worn this armor this long before, so he doesn't remember the last time he had to properly take it off. And the last time it was off was when he tranced, and he didn't feel like that. 
So that's off-putting, but he will step up to Cal. Are we by, like, by the water, or is it just like we're in the space where the waterfall is, but we're so, not near it? Let me see if I understand what you're saying. So, basically, the clearing, you come out, and it's a big, it's like a swimming area. Um, okay. But there is a, a stage of it. So, you know, half of it is essentially a pool. And then the other half is rocks that are meant to to train fighters in in uncomfortable territory. Um, I got you. I got as you. you see that though, Cal actually drops the wooden sword and he's like, "You're gonna want to keep your blade." I just did that for the prying eyes. Okay. Do you have yours? Um, it, he does, and so he he draws his blade, um, and it's the the same kind of blue. Uh, the, the blue hue that you've seen before. Um, yeah. And in, in that moment, you typically, right, like sword training, you know, you're studying techniques and jabs and that sort of thing. Um, but most of this, right, is Cal giving the two of you a moment to talk. And so right. as you, you step onto the stone under the waterfall, you notice that there's a, a subtle roar as the water kind of comes over, hits the rocks. So the two of you are actually able to like yell at each other, but it's enough to where you get the idea that you you can have a conversation in this space. Like, and no one can just, overhear it. Just the two of you. Yeah. And that, yeah. that you, you notice like, oh, that's why Cal has brought me. Got so, it. Um, give me an attack roll um, just for the purposes of what this looks like. A little like. bit of flavor. A little bit of flavor. A little bit of flavor. Natural twenty. I'll take a picture. Just, uh, just for my mental. Uh, what does that come out to? And that twenty for what? Uh, that's for my sword attack. Yeah. Then total that's twenty-four. I make it look real, right? Gotta make this look legit. So the two of you, um, for the entirety of your conversation. I'll say, are just going ham. It's like both of you have a lot of pent-up questions and trauma. And Mm -hmm. Dianthus, I'll say that even though you haven't dealt with as much of your your, your actual death issues, maybe with Cal, uh, y'all have probably fenced before. Oh, yeah. And so... The the water itself is meant to keep the two of you uh, inconspicuous. However, the level of intensity of like your blades just like cracking and you know the the pool itself starts to. It's interesting because most of Cal's magic and energy comes out as almost like storm and thunder. And yours mm. has a, a death undertone yeah. to it. But that combination with a nat 20 and with like Cal's roll, the two of you are going blow for blow and the water itself is deeper than it normally is. It is massive more than it usually is. The waterfall comes down with such a force that if the two of you weren't so experienced at what you do, you would be losing your footing. But for hours, the two of you just go blow for blow, never really getting a moment over the other, or so you think, 
And at the very end, you come down and Cal brings up his blade, lunges down, and with a nat 20, you completely just disarm. Just, like, sword flies off, and Cal is standing there like, what's that? He kind of, like, sits back down, and the the water kind of, like, dies down with y'all. You're still standing, uh, but he's just like, don't act surprised. Sit. Uh, we can we can talk now. I I need a moment. I will sit down next to him. And Dianthus, at this moment, what do you think? What questions do you think that you have for Cal? The one I've asked twice: Are we currently, right now, in immediate danger of anybody? You see, he looks off past the pond uh, to where. You can't really see, like, because of the way that that stone is at the entrance, uh, you can only really see, like, a path, and, like, it's kind of farther in the distance. This is kind of the outskirts of the the training areas. And Cal, he, he looks at you, and he's like, look, Zionthus, uh it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long while. It's easy to feel safe when you're some of the, for lack of a better word, some of the elders, um, and when no one has their magic, that makes it a little easier to know that people aren't in danger. Some of these people I trust completely. Others I don't know that I know well enough to say. You're you're very tough, Dianthus. You're Probably stronger than I am, if I'm being honest. Well, one of us still has their sword. As as you say this, he kind of like puts a hand out and the, the blade like returns to him. <sighs> You've learned well. But I think part of it, Dianthus, is um, I think you have more training than I do. And he, you get for a moment that he's insinuating some of the things that you've seen. I, I'm not here to, to cast judgment, Dianthus. And I know that the gods are um, unfair. I think you're right. All I can offer is what I know and who I know and... It will be very interesting to see how your magic develops. As he, as he says this, Dianthus, he looks down and the, the moss and the, you know, typical barnacles, crustacean stuff that is around a, you know, a, a rock pond area. Uh, everything has kind of like died off where the two of you have fought. You feel a lot stronger than you did earlier. Hal, what if I don't want it to get better? What if I don't want this? If you don't want... What, this? And, like, the both of your blades glow in this moment. It's like... Do you, do you mean the power? Do you mean the destruction? Do you mean the death? I forgot a lot more than I thought I did. 
and it's starting to come back and I don't know if I want to remember whoever that was. The stronger this gets, the stronger this gets, and I don't know if I want that. I, I like what I have here now. It's lonely, sure, but it's safe. It's been safe. That bitch stayed up there. I, I, Diandus, if I could, if I could have traded places with you, I would have. And I, I understand the desire, the instinct to want to hold it back. But you have held back more for longer than the rest of them. It's not fair, but they are going to need someone who has experience for impulse control, for lack of a better word. Hmm. I'll do what I can, Diamonds, but uh, there's no getting out of it. Unless you can find a way off of this island, there's there's no way that we are avoiding what's coming. The woman in my mausoleum right now, you know her. I killed her. Explain that to me. The interesting thing with chronomancy, right? Is time doesn't respect the laws of man. Hemlock was a dear friend in a past life, but she did something unforgivable. And the gods made sure that she never until now, stopped paying for it. What did she do? Dianthus, there's a moment where Cal kind of mentally shares a vision with you. And it's similar to when you are thinking back on your memories and they're disjointed and sporadic and you can't gather what it's like a memory that you're trying to to remember someone's face and you can't see their face you're trying to remember the numbers on a door but you can't remember the numbers there is a visual of cal in the rain on the deck of a ship uh hemlock is fighting and the two of them for a moment are back to back and there's a crew of skeletal undead and triton folk and they are going blow for blow with these guys and for a moment you see the two smile at each other and then it jumps and you see hemlock with her blade completely jetting from cal's chest and as he coughs up blood and falls off the edge of the ship hemlock stands there and the crew all turn and the ship goes away and you see for a, a moment before Cal like like jolts um, you see a a younger 
lifeless cow floating in the water. As this happens, Donna, the woman from earlier, the the Asimar, approaches the pool. And uh, up until this point, Cal, you know, he was tired and fighting and reckless and all these sorts of things. But in this moment, he's holding his head in his hands. And you, you see that Donna actually walks across the water, puts a hand on his shoulder, and there is a, a slight glow, and he seems to heal a little bit. She looks to you and is like, Sometimes betrayal is not exactly what you expect. And you realize at this moment, Cal has actually like passed out from the exhaustion of fighting you and sharing this thought and experiencing this. And so she, she picks him up and is like, I will get him mostly back together by dinner. We'll, we'll talk. And this time she actually w- walks on the stones around the edge of the pond, goes back, and Dianthus is just you in this pond until Yarrow uh, walks up very, very dirty and like disheveled Yarrow from, from earlier. <laughs> but it is just a very stark visual of, you know, those two leaving. Yarrow at the edge and Dianthus standing, uh, shirt completely drenched, hair, mask, just framed. And Dianthus, you feel more powerful than you have felt in your memory. But you also feel so much smaller. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, sorry, Yarrow, buddy. I'm not calling out to you or nothing. You're, you're gonna stumble upon this mess of a man right now. Uh, not necessarily gonna hide, but... He know. was probably going to say hi. He was like, why That's is fine. He... That's fine. Yeah, he can. Go for it. Go for it, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably walking up. So it's just like... It's like, um... I, I think I'm starting to get the hang of this magic thing, you know, it's it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And then kind of slowly drops and is like, oh, you... Is everything okay? You're good? Yeah, I'm great. I feel great. Deception check. Sorry, is it... Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, insight. Yeah. Roll, yeah, deception inside uh, not one. Not, <laughs> not one dog. So it's not great. I will say, for the sake of two very low rolls, um, Yaro, as you're explaining, you know, oh, I'm getting a hold of this magic stuff. You are there's a level of excitement and just like way that you're kind of running out. Um, you still have kind of that glow to you, and as you walk out the the water is suspended in time, which means that like, as you step across it, the surface tension doesn't break. And the act, the waterfall actually, as, <laughs> as you get closer to Dianthus, the, the roar and the, the patter and the sound and the whisper and the water is actually suspended and you are standing directly in front of Dianthus. Everything is suspended in time 
two of you are standing there, and Dianthus is a powerful yet defeated man in this moment. Uh, is about everything, something in particular? Did I do something? I'm sorry about the the marble thing. I didn't mean to. It was it was an accident. If that's what this is about, the popped over your mouth again. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's nothing to do with you. It is to do with me. And he's gonna remove his hand. You saw that memory of mine. Yeah. What do you think of me now? Um, I think you're Dianthus, you're, I'd consider you a friend, though I don't know if you <laughs> would think the same of me, but... Why? I thought that death was something that followed me. And I'm now starting to think it is more than that. That it is a part of me. And that can be dangerous. I mean, sure, but seems like that there's danger everywhere. Does it scare you? Do I scare I mean... No. I mean, you brought me back from death. No, so... You're not scary, and you're not bad, and... If this Yara, stuff Yara. doesn't have to do with I am bad and I have to be okay with that because that's how I got here unless it was something you just had to do it doesn't mean you're bad we don't know what the context of all that was the way I know you you have been helping me for how many years? You didn't need to. You could have easily turned me away and said, No, go ahead, let your brother die. And someone who's bad wouldn't go through all that trouble. Hemlock killed Cal. Hemlock went to the moon. Hemlock was in that coliseum with me. How do you think I got up there? If she had to do something like that to get up there. I don't know, but then... I don't know if... why, but it can't have been good. No, but then do we need to get back if she's... at the mm -hmm. church? Oh, I am planning to drive my sword through her fucking skull when we get there, but until then... we are stuck here. I, um... I mean, we can find a way back. I'm sure someone knows. Uh, Cal or the others, or... Oh. I don't I he needs a minute. As y'all are speaking, Yaro, you you have experienced a level of magic and ability that you haven't experienced up till today. However, as the two of you are talking, and I will say with your very low checks on each other, you don't realize that the water around you had been suspended in time. 
And so the two mm-hmm. of you were, were talking. But as you, you spoke to each other, y'all had stepped out. And the two of you had very slowly, almost as if it was like oil through water, gone under the surface of the water. And you you felt as if the, you know, the, the quiet was from the the magic that had suspended time, which partially it was. Um, but the two of you realize in a moment of like, you know, emotional turmoil followed immediately by a fight or flight response. Uh, Yarrow, as Dianthus brings up that, you know, Hemlock, who, you know, did this terrible thing, is with your brother, that your magic stops, time goes back to normal, and the water starts to rush in around you, and the two of you are quite literally being thrashed at the bottom of this waterfall. Right. Nice! Nice! I'm fucking swimming, that's like a... Look, it's alright, I'm gonna be fine. I don't have to breathe. You, though! Depending on how the two of you are wanting to get out of this, I need a dex or a strength saving throw. Don't do that to me. (laughs) You know know I'm shrimpy. (laughs) (laughs) So would it be be strength if I want to grab him? Yeah, so if you're trying to to swim, it's like a dex. If if you're trying to grab, it's a strength. Okay, good. So I was going to say, dex is better. That's a 10. 21. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, God. I'm the tank, dog. Come on. I know. I have a tank. minus one to strength. It's a struggle. <laughs> so, um, I'm not quite sure how much Dianthus would go swimming. But Not moment, at all. I was about to say, in this moment... Um, Yarrow is the more agile, long swimmer bod type. Um, and for a moment, Yarrow, you're actually able to, to swim out and you feel as if you are getting out from under it. But if you've ever been underwater and not known the direction that you're swimming in, you have a moment of like, oh crap, I've been swimming the wrong way. And Dianthus, on your check, you actually, you can see Yarrow diving deeper down into the water. And I'm going to say on your opposed strength check, yeah. I rolled pretty, pretty bad for the two of you. Um, Great. Dianthus, if you had to breathe, yeah. this would be a problem. However, right. uh, the two of you, after a couple minutes, right, uh, maybe Cal or Donna or someone would have come back to see, you know, what's happening. Actually, I'll say this. Who do we think is more likely to have stumbled upon the pond? Uh, yeah, I was going to say Nordia. <laughs> All right. I, I agree. I, I, I see that. So, Nordia, as you finish up your diary entry, you walk up from the beach, you know, kind of surveying stuff. Um, you he- you you don't hear the waterfall, which is kind of strange because you heard it on the way down. Um, you don't hear anything, and then all of a sudden you hear a an extra like rowdy like just onslaught of water, and you you turn and you see Yarrow and Dianthus go down because for you Yarrow's magic is t- 
time. It, it's all like clockwork stuff. So you see the two of them standing suspended in time and then are immediately shot down. And in the matter of a minute, uh, the two of them are kind of like thrown around the water. Um, and as you, you know, maybe in a sense of hurry or worry, uh, you come up, you, you see Dianthus and a unconscious Yara wash up onto the edge of the pond. Uh, Dianthus, there's a moment of, because it was a lot and it was something that maybe you're not prepped for, uh, you are completely like frozen, but not in a sense of like time as it was before. You are clutching Yarrow, but because you don't have the strength to let go. Uh, in this moment, and Yarrow is unconscious. Get out, man! <laughs> All right, Nordia <laughs> sees this and starts sprinting. And while she's sprinting, she takes this top, like a uh, canvasy um, layer of her skirt, and basically rips it around um, and immediately puts it over the two of them um, to like bring them some sort of warmth. Um, and she she looks at them and starts just calling for for Cal, for Lady M, for for anybody else. Um Give what me have you... a medicine check. Got it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh don't look at us. It's not on to five. <laughs> But it wasn't a one. It was a three. It was three. It's a three. Okay. Don't, oh. don't, don't write down I got a one in a medicine check. I'm scared of your little rule oh. thing. <laughs> so uh, we'll say, Nordia, uh, the, the the fabric helps a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but there there's a sense of just like, all out, like, oh, like, you're out of your depth. No idea. You start yelling. And I'll say at this point, Lady M, uh, it probably takes Nordia, it takes you a couple seconds to get anyone's attention because of the roar of the water behind you and everything else. But you do eventually get alerted to what is going on. Nordia is just whispering over these two. What have you gotten yourself into? What is this? What happened? I I don't know. The, the, the water's soft. The water goes. They, they drowned. Dianthus. I got him. I have him. I got him. Does Dianthus have him? Is it, there any healing happening at all? Or? There's no, no healing, no. Yeah, but I oh, have him. I have him. Yeah, I like you're like all this. out. I have him. Dianthus, yeah. you have to stand. I can't. Let me help. Let me help. Don't touch me. I won't. Let me help Yarrow. I'm gonna just put my hand on top of Yara's hand and cast it. Does Cure Wounds help with drowning? <laughs> no idea. No idea. I guess we'll find we'll out. Um, give me a medicine check. Oh, oh fuck. Oh good. Ah. Okay, you're a little more in your depth here. Oh good. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, hey, 13 plus 2 is a 15. Okay, okay. I'll say, Lady M, you, you do this, and there's a moment of, like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And then Yarrow spits up water, just, like, blown back. And so the two of you are, like, are in that moment of, like, Yarrow's awake, kind of thrown back, 
uh, just coughing up. Yes, I don't have the heck of that magic, but I thought, nope. Yaro, you need to stop doing this. Yep, I'm, I'm learning that. I thought I had the, the hang of the magic thing again. I guess I really don't yet, but thank you. both, please, step away from the waterfall. <laughs> sure. So, uh, in the aftermath of Yaro almost dying again in a different way, I'm so sorry, Yaro. Um, Dianthus is probably freaking out a little bit. I'm uh, in I think a, it's fair I'm to in a pout corner. I've, I've chosen a corner <laughs> of the field and I'm just sitting there silent. So, how do we want to do this? Uh, Nordia, do you want to talk to Dianthus? Do you want to talk to Yaro? Lady M, what are we thinking? Uh, who, who wants to take which conversation? We'll say. <laughs> Nordia would go up to Yaro first, for sure. Okay. Um, because little guy's just been suffering, really put through the ringer. Oh my gosh. Nordia walks up to you and at first it looks like she like is examining you, like kind of like sizing you up, but then she uh, um, reaches for your hand and she beckons it. Um, I imagine he probably had a drink in his hands and kind of moves it to the side. <laughs> so um, put his and hand up. Nordia cusps uh, her hand over. That's the right word, right? Cusps? Cusps? cusps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Clasps. Clasps. Yeah. Clasps. Or clasps. Clasps. Um, her um, other hand on top. Um, and says, You, Yaro, are very brave. For still standing after everything that has happened to you today. Um, and she opens her hands back up. And much like when she was little, like a good like distraction is like if you feel something somewhere else, like it takes away pain, right? So she blows on Yaro's hands to like try and like make him focus on that. I hate to ask, Yaro. Um you you can ask whatever. Just I think I might be a little tiny bit confused by you and Dianthus and the things I have witnessed today. Confused how? You you seem to trust him. I just want to make sure Dianthus is not a danger to you, is he? Oh. No, no, he he's done nothing but help I, Yes, I can see that, and if you trust Dianthus, then I trust Dianthus. I just want to make sure he just seems to be around every time you get hurt, so I... But, uh, you know, he's also there to pick me back up. As are all of you, and um, unless you have other reasons to not trust him, I'm not sure, you know, if, if you don't trust him, who am I to say? No, have I your reasons. Once. I'll say it again. If you trust him, I trust him. I, I do. I, I really do. Nordia 
<sighs> oh my god. Nordia wants to say something to you and goes to reach for something in her satchel. But she decides it's not for you. It's for mm. someone else. And she, um... She puts her hand to her chest and she says, Forget I asked. Forget I asked. I mean, it's a reasonable line of questioning. We make sure our group is trustworthy more or less. Some more than others. Sorry, there's a really big bug. Hold on. Nortia, as you kind of with a little bit of this new energy that you have, you you soothe Yarrow a little bit, um, but you also realize Cal kind of come over and give Yarrow this mug that Yarrow, you find whenever you feel the need to take a swig, it fills back up. No, no. <laughs> <We> get, <laughs> get wasted. And so we see we see Nordia kind of, you know, giving a, a soothing touch to Yarrow and then just kind of like, you know, in the Nortia fashion, just kind of like clocks that. Uh, <laughs> and then just like as we pan away from Yarrow and Nortia, Yarrow's just kind of like looking at this. Can you give me can you give me a charisma save, Yarrow? Yeah. I think. I am okay at those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get a one. Not a one. Damn it. Two one. It's an eleven. An eleven. Uh, Yarrow, I'm gonna say on an eleven, you don't shy away from Cal's fairly obvious idea that you probably need a drink. And... <laughs> Uh, Nordia, you spend the next few minutes trying to slow Yarrow down, but also he, he he's doing his thing. He's dealing with his pain <laughs> in his own type of mechanisms. way today. We do see um kind of walk to Dianthus. I see... Hmm. I think there's a moment where Nordy and I kind of make eye contact and in like a you got that? Okay, I, I'll get that at this, right? Like, there's a moment <laughs> of, like, who's going which way? And uh, seeing that Nordia goes to Yarrow, um, and is going to be like, fuck. And start walking <laughs> over to Dianthus. <laughs> oh, look at us, the two bitches. In the corner, and I'll grab a drink. I'll grab uh, Cal's drink out of his hand, <laughs> and then somebody else's drink out of their hand as I'm walking. Um, and... Hand one to Dianthus. Dianthus is not going to take it. I think they have been mimicking being in their meditative state. They aren't. <laughs> but they are pretending in hopes no one would have bothered them. But here <gasps> you are. Can I, can I roll? Can I see if I can help yeah, you? Yeah, you know what? Go for it. I'll roll deception. Okay. Let's see. What yeah. would that be for me? Insight? Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll say... Insight or perception? Insight or perception. What am I better at is the one that I'm going to roll. Perception. That's a 19. Hmm. 11. <laughs> so. Dianthus. Dianthus. What? Dianthus. What? Take the drink. No. I'm good. 
I'll just kind of set it on the ground. Next year. Are you sitting? Yeah. Uh, I'm like I get in a kneeling position when I meditate, so I'm like that. I'll sit down next to you. I'll put the cup in front of you. <laughs> How are you feeling? How do you think I'm feeling? <laughs> I love Diamond and them so much. <laughs> I love them. I can't get over it. Um <laughs> I just thought I would check on you because I I was you know, we were all Pretty banged up. I have been better. Mm -hmm. But I'll be fine. Is Yara okay? Yara is okay. Then yeah, I'm fine. Do you know what happened back there? The waterfall. Before that, in the cave. What, Sehan? I remember... Yeah, I remember kicking his ass, and... He... Hit Yaro, and... Things are blurry after that, but I brought them back, I, I remember that, and then we walked, and we ended up here. Have you ever brought someone back? like that before no and when he says that it's like he's realizing no I mm. haven't didn't know I could what I'm telling you this because it can't happen again you turned into something. Something overtook you. It was dark and emotionless. It was nothing. And did that happen before or after you hit Yarrow? That was right before, I think. I like And then And then I stuck my hand in his chest and killed right, him. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you snapped out of it and came back. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Lady M, can you give me a performance check? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what are you performing? Girl, what do you mean? What are you performing over there? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Uh, 22. Lady M, I'm gonna say, just because this is a, you know, it's a big moment. As you explain this, Dianthus, you can't really put into words how, but as Lady M explains this, and we'll say, and the reason I had you roll performance, that it's kind of a combination of your telepathy and your prestidigitation. Dianthus, you see the moment that Lady M is talking about. Through Lady M's eyes, you see what you did to Yaro. Both the gruesome and the healing. Do I see when I hit her? Mm -hmm. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I'll add just for flavor too. Yeah. When M is struggling to describe it verbally, she'll just tap on your brain and show it all to you. And then for 
for you, Caleb. I think when when I was fighting to bring Yarrow back, did, I I saw like a a statue of me or something, right? Like <laughs> when I was fighting for Yarrow's soul or whatever. Does that does this figure that I'm seeing now through M's eyes does that match whatever the fuck I saw in that moment? Yes. Okay. <gasps> oh. Okay. Oh. And that was on Obus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Heard. What the fuck is going on? Ooh. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I'll just I'll finish my drink and put it on the ground in front of me. I didn't know. I don't know what that was. I know. That's why it scares me. DM, before that that happened, where I like, you know, blacked out or whatever, did I feel anything right before that that would have given the inkling something weird's happening to me? Or was it just like I blinked and Yara was dead in my, in my hands? I would say, Dianthus, the only thing you would feel, and I think part of it is because your meditation is almost a a plea to reconnect with your body. Because Dianthus, mm. knowing your birth is a strange creation. word for it. <laughs> the 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 creation, the coming of consciousness of being for you, you you don't feel super connected with your body. Except for when the mark on your chest gives its sickly glow that is probably the only physical feeling or impulse that you would have received before i can't promise that that isn't going to happen again there's a lot that i'm relearning figuring out i it's it's fucking magic right Right. And I From where though? What is that, Dianthus? I think it's death. It's death. It's the only thing that makes sense. Death like the concept a person, an entity? You've met them already, um it's a person. Have we? You Have met, we met you, in the already? tavern. In the tavern. In the tavern. Oh shit! In the tavern. Yep. Shit! You're right. You're right. Well, shit. What do they want with you? <laughs> uh, Diane, this is not gonna answer that. He's gonna uncuff, or I guess just if it's basically just like sand, have one of his gauntlets, his arm things fall away, and. You know, he doesn't really ask, but he will hold out his hand to M. Like, can I have hers for a moment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And press her hand to his wrist so that she can feel that he has no pulse. I was brought back. Squeeze. I don't know why. She'll squeeze your wrist twice and then let go. We'll figure it out. 
Lily. There's a lot going on. I don't think my personal issues are top priority here. I think when your personal issues kill Yarrow, then it does become top priority for all of us. Would you disagree? No. But I can bring them back. Hopefully that means I can bring all of you back if anything happens, so. It is... Although I'm sure... Um, being uncontrolled is... That feeling is... Um, torturous. Your magic is valuable, Dianthus. You are valuable to this group. Even if I might snap and kill you all. You can bring us back. I can bring you back. I can't get drunk. You can take that glass away. I don't think I can get drunk either. Now that I think about it. Give it to Cal. I know he can get drunk. <laughs> he took it from Cal. <laughs> I'll give it back to him. And I'll take it. <laughs> um... As she stands up, she's going to kind of put her hand on your shoulder to help her get up. Mm -hmm. um, I get a nature check from both of you. Oh, fuck. Ooh, <laughs> I was going to say something meaningful. Oh, natural 20. Hey. <laughs> 14. Yay. Lady M, uh, say what you're going to say. And then I have a transition for you guys. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll just use, <clears throat> kind of use your arm to get up and just say, um, take a big old swig of the, the <laughs> drain the glass yeah. and I'll say, um, I know that feels like what to be tormented like that. How do you live with it? I'm still figuring that out. So if you figure it out, come tell me. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> I'll walk away. <laughs> I'll go back to the group. I will say, it's as tragic. the two of you walk away, Dianthus, uh, you turn back to presumably, you know, Nordia or Yaro, something like that. And I'm going to say on a 14, you think that similar to how she was explaining this story, you see a shadowy figure kind of dissipate uh, as if it was watching you guys. Oh. To Dianthus, this comes off as Lady M visualizing the form that you had taken. Oh. And as the smoke disappears, Dianthus, you turn away. Lady M, you recognize the form that hovers in the tree line and recedes. <laughs> Lady M, Lady M is going to do something. We talked a little bit about who you would like to talk to next. Nordia sees Lady M walking away from Dianthus. And 
she looks at Yara, who she does not think she can help or control anymore. <laughs> and uh, she puts her hand back on her, her satchel um, and uh, starts walking over to Dianthus while um, unhooking and pulling out a book. And when she's walking up to you, uh, you can see this book is is loved not just in the way that like the spine is cracked um but there's there's tabs and little post-it notes sticking out of it right like this is a heavily annotated book (laughs) um and nordia walks up to you and she says um you do not look like you would like to talk and that is okay um you do not have to speak to me uh but I think that maybe you might need this. And she hands you a book titled The Gentle Kiss of Rain by Atlas Evergreen. And she looks at you and at the book, she looks at Yarrow, and then she walks away. <laughs> what the hell? Um, he's gonna, he's very confused. He, he's been given gifts before when he doesn't know what to do with them, so he's just going to tuck it away, do it put his own little pack. And <laughs> I think at that point, I can see Yaro's getting wasted. I can't talk to them right now anyway, even if I wanted to. So I think Dianthus is going to start looking for a way out, like a way to get back to the church, something like that. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a night, and he's done. <laughs> Lady M, you hey. feel a, not a tap, but you, you sense someone is behind you. And you turn and you see um, Cal was about to tap your shoulder and had like pulled back. He's like, can we talk? Sure. Um, he, he gestures kind of, not like too far from the fire, because, you know, y'all are watching, making sure. More like And I'm just going to clock. Yeah, I'm going to make eye contact with Dianthus, hopefully, to be like, I'm, I would be right back. (laughs) I got you, I got you. Thanks, thanks. So, Lady M, uh, you and Cal start to walk, and uh, he he stops kind of halfway down the beach line, um, basically to show, like, okay, this is the farthest we'll go, we'll talk, and then go back, sort of deal. I imagine you have questions. It's a wonder how often you are correct, Cal. Well, you are one of the only ones who think that at the moment, but I'll take it. Um, you know, I was hoping to catch your ear. It's been so crazy recently, we haven't had a moment to talk. There's been a lot of talking today. What would you like to know? How are you doing? I um and he actually does. He's holding a, a, a like a little tankard of meat. He like takes a drink. He's like, I am overwhelmed. If I'm being honest, I uh, this was a lot more. Y'all are a lot more than I was told to expect. I'm all right, I guess. 
Well, uh, and then is going to look back to where they came from. I think we have a few moments. If you just wanted to sit here at the water, I'm in no rush to go back. He, he looks out towards the surf and for a moment the, the mist from the water there's a moment of peace followed by recognition, realization brought back into the moment. I uh, I can't I thought I could protect all of you but this is going to be a lot. They're going to need help. But I'm okay with sitting. We, we, we pan from the two sitting on the beach. What none of you see because you're not there. Uh, Zehan sits at the table and he turns his hand to reveal that Dianthus, when you stabbed his meal earlier, you had kind of like raked the inside of his palm. Oh, Which sexy. is why he didn't pick his hand up. A, a drop of blood falls onto one of the tokens that he has, that each of you also have. And he very simply draws a series of runes around the table. The contracts that I mentioned earlier become deeply soaked and then disappear as a shimmering energy envelops just outside of each of your fields of vision as it is revealed that you are in physical form still in the garden. Dianthus, it's a little different for you because you can kind of feel this pull happen mm. and you can't really tell if it's because of your connection with death or your clerical abilities or quite what. Um, but whereas everyone else, you know, Yarrow, Nordia, Lady M, Gunner, Cal, Donna, everyone, they all pop back up in the garden. Dianthus, you kind of push through this like haze as you walk into the night, um, presumably the church, but you mm -hmm. can go wherever. Church, yeah. Um, Lady M has a moment with Cal. Mm -hmm. uh, Nordia has had their conversations. Yarrow, you are going to have maybe a wicked hangover, depending <laughs> on the magic of the garden and your friends around you. Uh, but for now, I think that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Uh, thank you guys for, for joining me. And uh, we're going to see just kind of what what's in store for you guys from here. Thank you, guys. And strangers and friends, we will see you next time. Bye.